0: And welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex. My name's Paul. And if your favorite baseball team decided to beat the shit out of everyone the past week, you're in the right spot. Let's get into it. what's going on man how you doing today brother
1: Woo! <laughs> i'm good dog i'm in the trenches right now i'm busy as fucking shit out here fighting for my life at work uh but no i'm good i'm just burnt out i'm gonna be honest just putting a bunch of deals together when it Preach rains it pours. into the choir I know. When it rains, it pours. It's a good problem for me to have as a salesperson. Uh, well, got I got one done already. You're
0: preaching to the pastor. Like-
1: <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but I got one done already. I got two more out. The other one, not feeling good about. This other one, we're going to see uh, feeling pretty good. If I hit that second one, I'm going to meet goal for the year. And uh, yeah, a lot of bonus stuff tied to that. No so least. I get real excited i pour myself a nice drink when i meet my goal and then uh just need one or two more after that to get a gigantic bonus so that's the next one but first and foremost you can't you know you can't be elite if you're not at least you know meeting what you're supposed to so gotta gotta meet goal (laughs) first and then try and pad the stats that's what uh, so
0: yesterday i had this big we had this it wasn't that it was a pretty big like inspection going on that i did not know about no one told me about so i had nothing i could not prepare for it so one of the parts of the inspections they run they ran my watch stream through a drill literally pulled some shit out of my ass right told my guy to go do something that i was kind of just like man sure go ahead and the inspectors looked at me and they're like i don't see why that wouldn't work uh yeah, that just ruined our whole drill. Cause you're smarter than us.
1: <laughs> you guess who got their swagger back?
0: I was like, even when, even when I'm dumb, I'm smart. Like, <laughs> I stay winning. I, I know. Stay What's it winning. like to lose? Don't know. Yeah,
1: really don't. Us and the Guardians don't know what it's like to lose. Really. Yeah, busy as shit. Out back in the lab, you know la time you know <laughs> but uh yeah no just busy as shit but uh yeah we've both been uh i've actually been watching a lot of the games and listening to them we went back to ohio last weekend and so that threw a wrench at some stuff and that's when we made the decision to do another abbreviated episode
0: but uh yeah a lot of good stuff to talk about yeah and i haven't been able to watch a lot with because i've been i've been working been like bullshit. crazy and, yeah and uh at work we don't have like our internet's trashed. And since it's a government computer, they have a decent bit of websites blocked, which I can watch the games technically at work, like on the computer, but it's like watching it on a potato. So yeah. um, I usually try to just follow it on like the game cast, but you don't get the full effect. You, you see what happens, but like you don't. Yeah. And they're not going to show guardians games on, cable here you know what i mean so (laughs) you mean in virginia beach they're not going (laughs) to show absurd it's an outrage
1: i tell you i went to turn on the current game even though it doesn't start for like 20 minutes and i forgot because i'm in indie and this is the biggest bullshit in the world it blacks out games against chicago on me that's what
0: happened when they were in baltimore
1: yep now i gotta find another way
0: just use the government's
1: listening I'm just not going to watch. Yeah, I know. I need to do that. I had a site set up. It's called Yonder TV, and it works really well. And it's like $3 a month, and it worked flawlessly. And it basically scrambled it as a VPN on my Apple TV, and so I could watch any any um, mm-hmm. MLB TV thing. But it was really smooth, and I loved it. Then something fucked up my account. Because one time I moved it to Ohio when I was home and my dad has dish. And so he can't watch any of the games and he refuses to change anything about that because middle aged white man and um, pay a fortune for dish to literally not get any of the channels. You give a shit that it doesn't matter. It's not my money, whatever. And so I set it up for him one time so we could all watch the game together. My brother, you know, just chills, little sentimental and then ever since then, there's a feature that you could re-scramble your location. And uh, so it would know I said at Indy. Something is wrong with the service where it will not like recognize that I'm back in Indy. And so it always thinks that I'm in Ohio. And so now I'm kind of just screwed. So I find there's other ways around it. But Have you usually, like, reached
0: out to him, like sent him an email or something?
1: No, because I don't care that much. Because no. by the time I almost get that far and I'm frustrated enough, it's like, well, there's like two games against the White Sox. And usually I can find another way to, yeah. you know, to watch it. Otherwise, I'm I'm in the clear literally for the other 90% of the year. Yeah, so. true. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, So, yeah, we're busy as shit, but hyped as fuck. So welcome back to 216 Baseball, as he said. um. Yeah, man, a lot of good shit going on. So, abbreviated game summary, because we got nine games. And, I mean, it is a brief... It is. I had to challenge myself a little bit. You probably knew this, Paul. You're probably like, he's over there tweaking, like, I gotta talk about all the stats, or they won't care. But I tried to keep it to, like, three things. Just bullet point, if I was going to describe a game to you, how it'd go. um, And then a very abbreviated version of the who's hot and who's not. And then some news. And then a quick update on... I'm not even going to do the White Sox game, because by the time people hear this, it'll be over, do the Twin Series, and then we will be back then on Tuesday after the five-game Twin Series, and that will be a traditional episode. We'll touch on the White Sox game, the five Twins games, and be back to like normal, uh, our schedules, because you're off, aren't you, on Tuesday? No, I'll go back Monday. Wait, is it night? Are you on night shift, though? Yeah. I, I ah, don't that's I went until 10 o'clock at night.
0: So we'll. Which makes me want to take the forever sleep, but. Yeah, no (laughs) kidding.
1: So that's kind of the game plan. Uh, But hot topics, just a few quick things. Just want to touch on the rule changes for the 2023 season. This is now like almost a week old, but uh, they will implement the pitch timer 15 seconds when bases are empty, 20 seconds with runners on base. Uh, Hitter receives one timeout per plate appearance. And. They do have data on this. The average minor league game has been reduced by 26 minutes from 2021 to 2022. There was 2022. also
0: something that's not on here that I heard. That not only can the hitter only take one time out. A pitcher can only pick or try to pick a runner off twice. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was two or three
1: times. But yeah, it's not on this sheet.
0: That's And I do honestly don't like that that's one. bullshit. I hate that so much.
1: Yeah, that one's tough because it'll speed the game up, but then it's like if you use you're, your two, you could just deke somebody, kind of, and then like, all right, you can't throw over, so then, you know, I I don't like that one. I'm not going to lie. You're
0: you're taking the pitch timer, I don't mind, right? Like the, the 15, 20 seconds, I don't mind. Now you're removing a, a concept of the game. You're moving a part of the game that's it's legit gamesmanship. Yep. You throw over a couple times to to get someone thinking that like, oh, maybe I won't steal. They're watching me, but you throw over Keep twice and guess what? Now you can't throw over anymore. I'm taking a seven step lead. Yeah. What do you like? You can't throw over.
1: Yeah. I don't know how it works in reality. You know what I mean?
0: Now what's to stop me from my lead off being 14th. Uh, my lead off is going to be halfway down the line.
1: I guess maybe you could just step off the mound and run towards them. Same Remember, thing. like
0: that's that's yeah, that's a pickoff move. As soon as you step off the mound, that's a pickoff move, whether you throw over yeah. or not. I don't know. I in reality, it's got
1: to be some. There's got to be some kind of middle ground, right? Because there's no way they would just let that. But I mean, the rule is two, so I don't. I think it should be like five. You know, at that point. It's one of those things you might complain about, but it's like, all right, on average, you're fine. But you got to put a cap on it eventually. But two feels way too light. So I'm interested to see more of the rules on that because I don't know how that's going to work, like you said, in in practice. But I love the pitch timer. It's reduced. I I heard it was more than 26 minutes from not this, but apparently on average, it's 26 minutes. And you know what that is? It's 26 minutes of absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not 26 minutes of, like, it's literally just dead time on a baseball game. You know who game. this is going to hurt? Who? James Karincheck. Oh, yeah, James Karincheck and Classe. Classe is a low-key, super slow. Yeah. Uh, super slow. Um, but they're going to have to get it going. I mean that's that's part of the game. You cannot take full I mean it is painful. I, I am a hardcore baseball fan. Like we run a podcast for baseball, right? It is painful to listen to Hammy call, as amazing as he is, Karen Check's outings and to watch Karen Check is also painful. It's more painful to listen to because again, Hammy does a great job, but when he threw on Sunday, I was I was driving back from Ohio and it was I swear to God, the longest ninth inning of, I mean, it is because he walks a guy, he goes three, two count on every hitter he ever faces. And it's just like, this is a 20 minute inning for like a one, two, three inning or like one walk. It's just painful, dude. It's ridiculous. Like you can't be doing that shit. So to cut on average, 26 minutes of absolutely nothing happening out of the game is a huge improvement. It is a huge improvement to the game because- now, the average game is probably two and a half, two fifteen 215 is going to be a quick game. Anybody can sit down and watch a two hour, 15 game. That's well, way yeah, more on I, I would
0: say, like, before, like, I feel like in theory, it's a win. But I, on it, like, now you're going to be, you're going to, like, people like Classe and Karen check are going to be throwing their rhythm off. And with a pitcher, your whole thing is your routine. Yeah. And you I get, get the right headspace like that. Same thing with the hitters. Only one time out. Remember yeah. when they were,
1: they used to be able to walk out of the box and do 40 laps every, I mean, that was crazy. It's just like, let's just get the game on a decent pay. It's going to be a little bit of a change, but also a lot of pitchers that are going to be coming up have come up with the pitch clock. So yeah. they're not going to know any better. So I love this. I mean, if you tell me you can carve on average 26 minutes of nothing, nothing happening in the game just standing 26 minutes of your life that's an episode of the office plus five minutes of nothing in yeah. a in a baseball
0: game nothing but dead time that's amazing yeah. i love it i'm so for, behind this I, I, for the for fans and people that watch baseball perfect right yeah i'm thinking of the players yeah you know what i mean how this changes oh, the game I get for that. them And if I was a player, especially a pitcher, a reliever, or a closer who had a routine, I'm not happy about it. Yeah.
1: I get it. It is going to throw them off a little bit, but you have all off season to work on it. Start timing yourself. And I'm guessing there'll be a little bit of grace at first, but I mean, you can't do 30 seconds between pitches. When I was at the game with Quincy and my brother a few, almost a month ago now, right? A few weeks, a month ago. Um the White Sox, Jake Diekman, was throwing. And holy shit, he was slow. I, I had to start getting in on him, even from the upper deck. I had to give him the business. He heard me. I heard his feelings. It's whatever, really. Um, but I timed it. Or I told Quincy, I'm like, this dude's taking 30 seconds. I, I I just had a rough guess. And then I didn't realize Quincy was counting. And he was taking 30 seconds between pitches. Like, fine, God. Yeah. That's terrible. I don't care what your rhythm is. You're an idiot. And Karen checks probably at 45. So, <laughs> I think they're going to give a little bit of leeway. I don't think as soon as 15, 16 seconds hits that out of the gate, they're going to be like ball or, or sorry. Yeah. Ball. Yeah. A ball. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I think like, if you get into the, the 20, 20, you know what I mean? And it's going to start teaching people like, all right, like you're going to get, probably give them a little bit of flexibility and just get them used to the pace, but it's part of the game. I don't know. 26 minutes of nothing, nothing. I cannot stress that. That's so much time. That's so much time. But uh, the second one is bigger bases. And we kind of knew this stuff was coming. First, second, and third. Going to go from 15 inches squared to an 18 inch square. Uh, not squared. Excuse me. 15 inch square to 18 inch square. So, man, what I wouldn't give for three inches, if you know what I mean. Um, this is something but that's. I feel like that's a decent size. Like What is that? Like that? Like that's. Yeah, that's decent. Yeah, well, like let me that. see here. I'll double check. Can you hear my drawstring? <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's about three inches, but, um, well, two and a half, and then
0: <laughs> plus the balls. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, you count it in the measurement. <laughs> but, so um, now I'm about three, three and a quarter. This is something so that I'm also out. like. Yes, player safety is the most important thing. So in that aspect, I like it. But like, I, I, I wonder they like they have to. They're gonna have to like move like so. The way that bases in the lines where, are not
1: gonna be moved if that's what you're getting at. It's yeah, just gonna like be a shorter that. distance. Really? Yeah, I'm almost positive. Yeah, they want more action. They want more stolen bases. That's that's what this rule is. It's player safety plus more action. Let's bring stolen bases back to baseball, right? And I think the stat is that stolen base rates increased. Oh shit, I can't remember. It went up like twenty five percent at least. So get people—they want to see action. That's why it's like game game pace of that twenty six minutes, which I promise I'll let go eventually. It's just God, that's a lot. And then um, more stolen bases, safety, and you know, just bring running back into the game, which helps our game big time because we got a bunch of speedsters. We got like four yeah. four people that'll steal fifteen bags. So maybe that's twenty next year. I mean, three inches, think about how many ones, three, all jokes aside, three inches, think about, that's what, half a finger length, maybe a finger length? Think about how many times well, people the, get thrown out by that. It's
0: like the, the, yeah, your knuckle, your knuckle from your thumb. your thumb is an inch, right? So I'm just saying,
1: imagine your pointer finger is probably three inches long, or at least mine is. And think about how, like, that distance when you're sliding into a base, right? And people can't see us, but we're on video together. Like, think about how many calls have been called out from, like, just, you know, the length of your hand not getting in. I mean, like, it's going to be a lot more stolen bases. Hand, but- or finger, sorry. I was holding up my yeah. hand. But you know what I mean? Like, this part of their... It, it's going to be more stolen bases. I want to say it's 25% or more. Uh, I can't remember. but
0: Yeah, but, but you yeah. also have to realize now the distance from second to home's a little shorter too.
1: Yeah, that's true. But that's just the base. It's still got to hit the fielder. So I guess he's... I don't think they're moving the lines. I think it's still just going to be the base. I don't know. I wouldn't imagine they would, because then they'd have to stretch it all out, and that doesn't really make sense. So.
0: Well, so what I was saying but, is, like the way that the bases are, there's a there's a post inside the like in the middle of the bag, and then that drops mm-hmm. into a hole that that's like a little metal, like rectangular prism that's mm-hmm. hollowed out in the middle, and that slides mm-hmm. into there. If they were to just move that hole back three inches, right, the beginning of the bag mm-hmm. is going to be in the same spot as it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so, and maybe they're gonna do that. I don't know then it but doesn't, I know then it doesn't change the ninety feet, you know what I mean, yeah, because the but base at that point the base still has to be ninety feet away. That's the rule. The rule is the bases yeah. are ninety feet, is that from the tip of each base or is that from the
1: center it's of the from base? the
0: center of the base,
1: yeah, so in this case, you're just expanding it, so it probably gives them like what a half an inch yeah, an inch, inch and, a and a half it's probably yeah, inch and a half. And so if I had to guess, because again, for it to increase for logically for it to increase the percentage of stolen base success, the success rate, I said that in a very roundabout way, I would have to think that distance does close to some extent. Otherwise, if you just made the base bigger, right, but stretched it out to the same exact 90 feet distance, then why what's you know, why would stolen base rate increase? You know, what I mean, that doesn't it's just logically a track
0: number that someone put out to. Uh, push their agenda
1: well no they've really really been you know tracking this stuff in the minor leagues you know what i mean who's been tracking um mlb and other people you can just go and see like these bases have been in the triple well anybody can just look and take them the sum of all stolen base attempts divided by you know and just anybody the thing is okay
0: you could just have better athletes now
1: yeah, that's fair. I mean, 20, I, I want to say it was well above 25%. I mean, it was a like substantial yeah. amount. We are like, okay, that's not a coincidence. But And then the third one, I mean, I know you're happy about, I think we're, I, I don't want to speak for you, but the shift restriction. So it's going to require what Paul has always wanted. Two infielders must be positioned on either side of second base when the pitch is released, and all four infielders must have both feet within the infield when the pitcher is on the rubber. Yeah. Yes, sir.
0: This is literally you have. There's still a bunch of room to shift it within that, right? Like,
1: yeah, that is something I was about to point out. Is you can still shift quite a bit. Oh, yeah, but it you just you can have your shortstop.
0: You can have your shortstop play legitimately right behind second base. Yep. Yeah. Or your second baseman play right behind second base, and shift your shortstop over a little bit to third. That's fine. Like I've always said, that's fine. What's bothered me is like. Andres Jimenez does this a lot and he gets all, all that. I was, out of he's it. exactly who I was thinking about. And uh, was. he Andres plays Jimenez. like in shallow right field and he makes great plays out there. And I love it. Right. But like, it's also bullshit. You sh- he shouldn't be out there. You know what I mean? So he, uh, we're going to like, every team's going to struggle for this because that's it, it's been part of the game. It's gamesmanship. It's uh, like looking through hitting tendencies and put in your players where the person hits the ball, which makes sense. And like, yeah, in theory, like if you're making a strategy, you're like, why not put players where someone's going to hit the ball more than likely, right? But it also just turns the game into a bunch of bullshit where it's just boring. Yeah. So
1: (laughs) now it's... And let athletes be athletes. Play defense. Make them go, this will hurt. This is a good point that somebody... I can't remember who first brought it up. Oh, I wish I could remember because I really want to credit him. Someone brought up the fact, and this is such a good point, that this will kill Ahmed next season. You cannot have Ahmed as your shortstop next season with this rule. While you can still move them around, he has to have more range, which we know he has no range at all, and you need a ranging shortstop under this rule. Even if you can put them in different spaces, this will expose him. His defense is already coming back down to earth because. Like all things, baseball's a marathon, not a sprint, baby. And I have nothing against him. It's just we know he's a peaks and valleys player. We'll talk about it later. He's been in like a 15, 30 game slump now. It's because he's, he's, re- God damn it. You put it perfect in the offseason. When he is hot, holy shit, he is hot. When he is cold, he is an ice cold player. And that's where he's at. In the defense, he's still made a lot of improvements. I'm not going to take that away from him. But it, the cracks still show over time. He's negative and outs above average right now. I don't even know what it is. I'm trying to kind of look I, it so, up while I
0: talk. Little spoiler alert, right? Like the past couple games, I feel like, or the past like week, I feel like Tyler Freeman's been seeing more work at shortstop. Yes, sir. And he is not a great and, shortstop either.
1: But he's but not like, really a
0: defensive guy. He's not, but. I feel like it doesn't negate your point. I just wanted
1: to throw that out there.
0: Yeah. I like, I feel uh, like it was a small step up from Ahmed. Yeah. I didn't
1: watch enough of the games that he started at short. And again, it doesn't negate your point. He has been getting more starts there or playing on the field. I'm just saying, I remember his scouting reports from like guardians, baseball insider and stuff was, he's not really a, that's not really his thing. You know what I mean? Um, but and they thought he would definitely end up being more like a, a second baseman instead of a shortstop, which is not going to happen with Jimenez on this team. But uh, but yeah, he is still negative four outs above average right now. And his number one thing is, so that's stat cast data, okay? In, like, they do uh, movement, right? So his move in, he's four outs above average. He's always been pretty good, pretty damn good. Well, except for 2018 with the Mets. God, he fucking sucked. He had negative 16 outs above average. Holy shit. He's pretty good at in. His movement in towards the ball, he's got four. Yeah, because he's What fast. kills him is exactly what we know is going to happen. His lateral move towards first base, which is a really good way at range. You know what I mean? Negative nine outs above yeah. average with his move towards first. Negative nine. Uh, What was he last year? Negative two last year. Uh he's actually worse this year statistically than last year defensively. But yeah, he has his range is just ass and a half. Um
0: Yeah, there's but a, yeah, I mean, the difference between being fast and being quick. Yeah, Ahmed's fast. When you watch someone he's not quick. Well, he's fast as shit. Yeah, but he's yeah. not you know what I mean? That's the difference. Mhm. you you're being able but, to move laterally is usually a good indication of someone being quicker than faster mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: And again, whoever came up with that or
1: thought that through, you know, ball. And I really want to give you credit. I'm sorry if you listen to this show and you know it's you. I, I wish. I'm sorry, but yell at uh, us on Twitter. Great, great. Yeah, yell at me on Twitter. Great thinking, though. I mean, just really good baseball mind to think that through. You know what I mean? You know, ball. Like that's a really good point. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to get more balls into play. Is it going to be this gigantic shift? I put something out that Jose would bat 400. It was mostly tongue-in-cheek. Not tongue-in-cheek. I was being hy- hyperbolic about it. Like, oh, my God. I mean, he will get some more of those hard ones that he pulls through the yeah. right side. That, you know, he's going to get those. It's not going to be a huge change. I'd say it takes, what, 15% off the top? Just making that number off. Probably 15% of balls that are getting through now. Yeah. Are getting caught? Maybe I don't know what it is, but it's just gonna show more range, show more athleticism. And that stupid ass thing, like you said, with the shallow right fielder, like it's so dumb. I hate it so
0: much. Yeah. So like, I, what what bothers me is like, it it frustrates me, but I get it. So I'm not that mad at it. Like, yes, it it it, it bothers me when you see like someone. You're like, you shouldn't even be playing there. It's like when Andres day- does
1: it, it's like, oh,
0: yeah. But when Jose grounds <laughs> out into it, it's like I fucking ain't this rule. I'm going to jump off a bridge. But, uh, like I had a, a at practice last week, I had a kid. We were I had him playing center field because the dude's athletic. The kid's athletic, but he's a shithead. And he kept running in and playing like right behind second base. And I would I would coach some I would be coaching someone else like. On, on like footwork or, or, or something, and I turn around. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm playing middle infield." That's not a that's not a position. Shallow right field is not a position. You're a second baseman. Yeah. Play second. You know what there I is mean? no there is no SRF <laughs> shallow right field. Yeah. It's not a position. You, like go play your position. Like if if the thing about baseball that's beautiful is like everyone's gonna get beat at some point, right? Shane Uh Bieber's giving up home runs. Guess what? You got beat. Jose Ramirez has gotten struck out. Guess what? You got beat. But the other beautiful thing about baseball is here next inning, guess what? You got another chance to prove yourself. Yep. You're going to get beat. You're going to make great plays. People are going to hit the ball where you're not standing. That's just part of the game.
1: Yep. Is what it is. So we'll s I mean defense is gonna and this is uh wow, we have I feel like we're a very inconsistent defensive team at times. 100%, where like we yes. ha- where we have peak we're like the Ahmed Rosario as a player offensively of like defensive teams. Yeah. We play gold glove defense at so many positions and it's like, Oh yeah, you can lick our balls. Like this we're gonna lock this down. And then there's some games where I'm like, Holy shit, why, why am I Chicago watching White the Sox? bad news bears? Yeah, it is so bad. And then there's games where it's just like we do everything right and
0: you're like, "Oh, mm, 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 papa yeah. gave you kisses." And then other ones where I'm like, I'm We'll talk about ahead. it later, but the the image that they that the Guardians Twitter put up about Miles Straw made me so rock hard. I'm going to come. Yeah. Like I th- that, I knew you would love it. Stuff like that, like I'm just going to talk about <sighs> it now. And then we'll skip it later. So the Guardians tweeted out a picture of Miles Straw. Because since we're talking about this defense was, now, it fits. This was on Friday. Yeah, they tweeted out his uh, AL center fielder rankings. Outfield assist, first. Ultimate zone rate. With rating, 12. With f- 12. First. <laughs> Defensive run yep. saved, second.
1: With 15. And like, I want to say that's up to like 19 now. Which, or no, no, no. He has... You want to know something that'll make you cream even more? What? Sorry to cut you off. I'm just going to add to this, right? Right now, he is 19 outs above average, which I read. No, listen to this. You're Hold on. I want to see you hold on to the side of your seat, which I heard some. I want to say Quincy said it. Somebody said that would be the most outs above average in history. God, damn. like he would set the all time record. Like he's
0: having a Holy historic shit. year. Multiple facets. Which the like the past week the offense has kind of clicked up a little bit, which we'll talk about. Um and yep. his approach has been a lot better. But he might have we might have multiple golden glove winners on this team this year. Like it's yeah, very, we should have at least two. It's very po- like three. it's very likely. Like Miles yep. Straw should win one. Andres Jimenez. Yep. Steven should Kwan win will one.
1: likely win it. Yeah, Andres has pretty much got it all, but locked up. I mean, he—that would be crazy. Straw should absolutely win it, and Quan should win it in with, the field. Too. I mean,
0: there's the whole there's the story about please sack going around, but he could win it for like pitching. Like he's made some fantastic plays defensively as a pitcher. Yeah, he's made some wild. He's been wild in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like. We please set you could make the argument deserves a golden glove. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Quantrell's a pretty good fielder too. Yeah. I wouldn't say like gold
1: glove, but I mean he's he's a good fielder. But he like, made a play the other day that I was like, okay, talk yeah. your shit. But, <laughs> Let um, you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, Miles Straw, like the and that is what I've been saying this entire like why I was kind of decent. Like I'm I'm yes, you want the offense to be better, and you can't be historically bad. Yeah, the worst offensive. He was going to have the worst offensive season ever, matched with the best defensive season. Yeah. ever. but like watching his defense <laughs> man. is porn. Like, yeah, I cannot tell you the last time I've seen a center fielder with his reaction speed and his the knowledge perfect routes of every time and his speed and his range and his. His arm, his skills, arm is his everything strong. about like Miles Straw as a center fielder. Like he's a creative player. If you were making literally fuck offense, I want yeah. to make the best defensive center fielder ever.
1: Yep, he has all those traits. Defense.
0: Like it's crazy.
1: It is. He's nuts. Uh, the only bloop that I can remember he's made all season was probably first month, first 45 days. There was a ball that him and Andres Jimenez both went out to, and they both looked at each other and kind of like let it fall. And that's the, and it probably it should have been Straw's ball because he could have, he was there. He had to run towards it, but he was there and let up to let Andres get it. But that's the literally the only one all and that, season. Uh, and that's kind uh, of and, a weird play. And
0: with it being like that early in the season, communication, like, that's something that that's not a defensive mistake. That's a mental mistake with your communication. And with that mm-hmm. being that early in the season, that stuff fixes itself, as we've seen. You yep. know what I mean? And it could have been a, a, a number of things. Maybe he thought he heard Jimenez call it, and maybe Jimenez thought he heard Straw call it, and they both kind of stopped, looked at each other and like, uh, you know what I mean? Cause no. ro- Run, ro- raggy. it gets loud I because I know when I played baseball like I would hit a ball like a little bloop shot and I would be rounding first and I'd be, and I would yell got it like when I was rounding first to just trip <laughs> God people, you're such a goon just to, like you're such a goon <laughs> like just to trip people you know what I mean because they're yeah. like oh well I didn't say that like and people stop and just uh uh-huh. why not yeah so
1: Why not us? 97th percentile outs above average. I don't know who's above him in that. 94 sprint speed, 95 che- Well, that's offensive. But uh, 65 outfielder jump. That's the only one I don't understand because I've never seen him take a bad jump in my entire life. Yeah. And I feel like he takes perfect routes. It might be just reaction time, but he's so fast that, that he catches makes up, up or maybe a slightly under jump. But God, he's perfect.
0: Yeah, I, like, so. I, I can't imagine having a better defensive center fielder
1: yeah i literally can't um one thing just uh not wrap up ahmed ahmed 98 wrc plus he is below average again 1.8 more he was up there at like 2.3 and like a 107 there for a hot second and all good things kind of don't come to an end but smooth out i just wanted to throw that out there because we kind of talked about him um And So back to the rule changes really, really fast. The MLBPA uh, came out with a statement, said players live the game day in and day out. On-field rules and regulations impact their preparation, performance, and ultimately the integrity of the game itself. Player leaders from across the league were engaged in on-field rule negotiations through the competition committee, and they provided specific and actionable feedback on the changes proposed by the commissioner's office. Major League Baseball was unwilling to meaningfully address the areas of concern that players raised, and as a result, players on the competition committee voted unanimous, unanimously—excuse me—against the implementation of the rules covering defensive shifts and the use of a pitch timer. So, I just want to throw that out there that they did yeah, contest it I a mean, little bit.
0: I, honestly, it's probably the for defensive the defensive shift one. It's probably for the I same reasons yeah. as I said. Like the players are used to the rhythm of the game that it is now, and yep. They're thinking defensively. They're not, they're probably not thinking offensively because you're th- you're what you're thinking is like because right now the true outcomes are home run, strikeout, walk. You know I mean, what I mean? So they're like, well, we're gonna score. But runs. Players
1: like to be ready on their feet. Pitcher players hate slow pitchers. They hate it because you sit there and you're not
0: ready defensively. How, I, you're like I, you, you here's, see guys here's, with their hands on their hips. Here's what I'm gonna say. Right? How many players have you talked to and heard that from? I have not,
1: but I listen to enough baseball podcasts and people that know players and like are around players and like enough secondary research. You can see it in people's bodies, body language. Watch them when Bieber plays; who's super quick. Watch how on their like your defense is yeah. gonna be better because they're like, okay, this next pitch, the ball might be coming to me. When you sit there thirty seconds between pitches, hands on your like you you zone. It's natural. It's like how you watch a game,
0: but they're playing, so they got to the be locked people- in. It's human nature to not like change, oh absolutely
1: I get it i'm just I'm just saying about the defensive I don't know what it is with the shifts that their issue is, but I'm saying something I know that people like is the pace of it if the the pitch timer is probably just we're used to it, like you said, but defensively, I gotta think
0: players but what I'm saying is like they're probably thinking the how would them not being able to shift stop them from zoning out? You know what I mean. But like, if no, I meant the pitch timer, like oh, the, the rhythm, not the shift. So the, I was just talking about the pitch the, timer. The, sh- the defensive shift—they're probably just thinking defensively, not offensively. They're like, "Well, that's going to stop us from making plays," and they're thinking the three true outcomes: like home run, strikeout, walk. What we're going to do is we'll walk, and then we're just going to hit home runs. Like they don't think about besides us who play small ball they don't think about hitting ground balls and and getting through and getting base hits and stringing together a double and then a single or like a single stealing a base someone hitting a double getting like a two you know what i mean they they don't think like i feel like a lot of players now don't think that way and i think that's why people don't like the shift because they don't think they they think that it's going to cut down on the amount of plays made. Yes, but it's also going to increase the number of fantastic excuse me, plays made. Like someone's going to have to run a lot further to make a play. Yeah. Now, true. like you know what I mean? And it's going to it's going to look way better and it's going to they're going to be able to showcase their athleticism, which is ultimately good. I I think yeah. it's just they're it's Just people not liking change and not wanting to change. Yeah. So just wanted to note the way that the
1: MLBPA responded to that. Uh, Wrapping up, just something really quick. Uh, Jeff Passan on uh, Wednesday, so yesterday, tweeted out uh, that the minor league baseball players are officially part of the uh, MLBPA. After their union authorization cards were validated by an arbitrator, and MLB voluntarily recognized the union as a players' bargaining representative. So the way unions work, for whatever it's worth, um, you can they you can be voluntarily recognized once you get enough votes to become a union, which you have to do internally or you got to fight legally and go through different union, like legal things to try it. Luckily MLB recognized them to stop the fight. (laughs) Like just, we recognize you, we can move on. So nothing more on that. Like Paul said in the off season, probably more stuff, but just worth mentioning that they did succeed in creating the union. So good for them. And then also yesterday, John Heyman randomly tweeted out that CAA, has terminated its relationship with Guardians pitcher Zach Plesak, which is a rarity for any agency. Plesak obviously injured himself in successive seasons by aggressively taking off his shirt and punching the mound. In 2020, he was sent home for violating COVID protocols. Again, Zach Plesak is a loser. Uh, Paul doesn't agree with me. No, here's the I think thing. he's a loser. Right.
0: So this is what frustrates me about this tweet. This is all speculation. i I guess it is, yeah so we do not know that c a a terminated the their representation we of don't backwards. know why, yeah, so we, this we, is but this is all speculation,
1: well, we know he terminated him, it's just yeah, we don't know why exactly, but why else would he, but to be terminated, I mean, they want the money, he's gonna get money, he's gonna reach free agency in a few years, he already gets he's like a super two so i think he's getting like two million this year so i mean that's money you don't walk away from money you think there aren't divas and terrible people you know that they work with every day like it's got to be because of this i'm sorry i gotta call you prove on. It. it is technically speculation but that's what it's fucking about
0: it's he's a dumbass like i i love like, you can play devil's advocate but he's a dumbass Here's what i'm gonna say it's not what you know it's what you can prove this is all speculation. And he like here's what bothers me, right? Now you're 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 he's putting this tweet out purposely to make Zach Plisak look bad. That he is. I would I would agree with that. Why? Why like
1: It is interesting. I mean it- it's speculation as to why, but the fact they terminated it is very interesting. Yeah, it didn't need to be done. I'll give you that. It didn't need to be done. It's very interesting, though. So it is. And now you He's a reporter. True. Yes, but well, John Heyman's calling him a reporter is generous.
0: And here's the, like now you're bringing kind of up people's dick-wee. personal lives. Who's representing someone? That's like yes, it's also it's professional, but it's also personal. There could have been multiple yeah. reasons. Zach, please, could have been like bickering with them for wanting more and they're like you know what fuck it go find someone else there it could have it it could be a number of things you know what i mean like if it looks like
1: shit and it smells like shit it's probably shit prove it that's what that's my response to you that's fair that's fair until you stick your tongue on it you might not know it's shit but um
0: it's amazing that's why i'm saying that
1: this is all speculation the fanboy is crazy. It is speculation. It, you're playing the devil's advocate. I'll give you I, it's that, not but, even fanboying.
0: Uh, I'm stating facts.
1: Yeah. It, I, but it's because it's because you're a fanboy.
0: I would I would say this if it was about some that I don't Luke Maley, who I'm not a big fan of. Like I'd like, you not you're not stating like you can't prove it. Yeah. Why put something out that you can't prove? Because now that calls John Heyman's character into question. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of that necessarily.
1: You know what, well, you, I don't know about character, but he's a dumbass. You know what?
0: I, like, I would say this about any athlete. Yeah. So it's it. Why say something like that, that you can't prove? That's that you don't know if it's true or not. Because now, here in the next couple of weeks, let's find out that it wasn't because of that. Now, guess what, John Heyman? You look like a fucking dumbass.
1: Yeah. Well, he doesn't have to try hard for that. But if it is true, and there's a lot of reason to believe that, well, it is true, but a lot of reason to believe why, it just goes to show you kind of the way they're viewing his actions. Maybe it's not true. So devil's advocate, you're right. But you got to think 99%, 95, 99%. That's what it's for. And there's you know consequences for his actions. I mean... Pitch, hit the mound with your other hand—the one that's not worth millions of dollars. Take your glove off yeah. and punch the ground. You will with that.
0: never hear me say he's not stupid. Right? I guess what you were dumb. Both things you yeah. like taking your shirt off aggressively and like breaking your thumb. Dumb. Punching the mound. Dumb. Are they human emotions and human reactions? Yes, I'm saying I understand it, and I'm not going to, like, he made mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he's going out and getting drunk and getting DUIs, going out and assaulting people. You know what I mean? Like, he's having reactions to bad outings. He's having human emotions. Now, he could probably go see some therapy on how to better deal with those emotions. Sure, I would agree with that. But it's not like – it could be way worse. He could not punch the mound and be like, you know what, I'm going to go out, I'm going to have 37 shots of whiskey, and then I'm going to try to drive home. And that's how he could deal with it. So, like, in hindsight, not worst-case scenario.
1: Yeah, it's still it's still pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie, but I I respect your dedication to this. I don't know what else to say. I, you, I. It's just it's a lot, but I I love you for it. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot going on. He's throwing long toss. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see if and when he makes his way back. We fucking need. We need him back. Him. We need one of them back. Yeah, we need Savali back more, in my opinion. But, I mean, a proven... When Savali comes
0: comes back from the IR, he's trash. Like, the first couple weeks, he's not good. Uh, He was the last time. No, He jumped right back on the horse. No, it was when he first came back, he was slow. And then he started ramping up.
1: Yeah. Well, the second time when he hit the IL and he came back, he hit the ground running a little bit. But, yeah, we're going to see what happens. But um speaking of what therapy that he could go after obviously if he was going to get help he would go to better help because why wouldn't you and shout out to BetterHelp help for being our sponsor all season and uh paul is going to tell You're you a little bit more about them are you, are you, it was a perfect transition oh, okay. let it go
0: so we'll be right back this episode is sponsored to you by better help Have you guys been struggling lately, maybe you're having trouble sleeping, going through a tough spot in a relationship, or you're just feeling down and want to talk to somebody. Well, the good news is that BetterHelp wants to help you today. You've heard Alex and myself preach on this show over and over again the importance of mental health, not only with professional athletes, but with you guys and ourselves. A couple years ago, I was going through a tough time in a relationship on top of being in the military, being away from family, and some other things. And I actually reached out to BetterHelp, and they took great care of me, you guys. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to help you. There are over 20,000 therapists that are in BetterHelp's network. So if maybe you don't fit right with one, then you can request a new therapist at no additional charge. Signing up is so easy. You just fill out a questionnaire to access your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. I promise you guys, it is that quick. Then you schedule a secure video or phone session at your convenience in the comfort of your own home. Plus, you get unlimited messages with your therapist. Join the more than 2 million people that have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Look, you knew we weren't going to leave you guys high and dry. BetterHelp was kind enough to give our listeners 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com 216baseball. Again, that is betterhelp.com, the numbers 216Baseball. Thanks again for BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Guys, seriously, go take charge of your own mental health.
1: Wow, Zach. Please, Zach. If you're <laughs> listening to this and you need help, I think Paul laid out a million reasons why you should reach out to BetterHelp. Shout out to them uh again great sponsor guys take charge of your mental health all jokes aside we've been serious about it since we started this podcast even before but our help was a sponsor we're serious about it now um so yeah code 216 baseball 10 percent off your first month and link is in the episode description so we're gonna burn through these games because we talked about it's just too much fun to talk a ball um so game one is last monday against the royals okay so Mac. Uh, we end up winning this one six to five in extras. Uh, 12 hits, two errors. So we deserve to lose against five runs from Kansas City, seven hits, one error. Uh, general notes here big time Naylor home run in the sixth. That broke the two two tie. We went up uh, three two. So love to see it get the people going. But top of the 10th, intentional walk for Jose puts runners on first and second. And then OG with a huge two run double to give us a six four lead. Ice, you know, a little icing on the cake. And big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. T-Mac, five and two-thirds, a three-run ball. Only two of them earned. Not bad, not great, especially against the Royals. Sandlin gave up the tying run in the eighth. Hate to see that. Classe scuffles a little bit in the 10th, gives up an unearned run on the automatic runner uh, on a leadoff single, and then gives another single up later on, but gets out of it. There was a controversial call at the end of this one. And it was because there really weren't any good angles to show uh, because we challenged the call and uh, it ended up getting overturned. It was called safe, a play at first that Class A ran over to the bag, ended up getting overturned, and then the Royals were freaking out and all that. And I will say the angles we saw, it was kind of like, damn, we got that overturned? Yeah. Like You love to see it for the 27th out, and we just walked off the field and we're like, okay. But then there was a clip later on that showed a perfect side angle from the you know, the first base uh, camera bay, like just straight on. And you could see where the foot, he did beat his foot by. Hear me you know, out a, though, like a,
0: class A, flip the ball.
1: Yeah, Don't even risk it. Well, I think, well, do you, did you see this one? Do you remember this play? I thought he just, he could have flipped
0: it. I don't remember. Naylor was right there and he called Naylor uh, off. Hey, hear me uh, out. A, you're way too important to this team. Don't yeah, even, way, way, don't way, 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 way even risk forward. getting your foot stepped on, getting ran over. Flip the fucking
1: ball. Yep. But
0: controversial out. Not for
1: us. We win this one. Love to see it. Um, yeah. And then you had a couple of defensive things you wanted well, to talk about. Well, the one about.
0: thing's not defensive. It's offensive. But like in the, in the oh, second, sorry. there was a runner on second and third. And Austin Hedge with, I think, one out. Austin Hedges lays down a safety squeeze. Fucking small ball! I love it so much. When was the last time you yep. saw a good squeeze play? Just love to see it. And all, it's been a while. All, he is a great bunter. Yeah. He is a great and bunker. offensively. God, I, I say it every episode since the All Star break. It's doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's he's had like a since the all star break I can't remember but his WRC plus is up there he's at like fifty six or fifty seven on the year now, um but since the all star break yeah I mean a big big turnaround so love to see it so way to take game one beat the team yeah. you're supposed well, to well and then keep in I have mind a couple
0: other things oh I'm sorry I'm so sorry yeah keep going. in the bottom of the third Jose makes a diving catch on a line drive that he's playing like he's playing on the cut of the infield the amount of reaction time that you have for that fractions of a second just a great play but um there's a couple throwing errors one by Naylor, one by hedges uh in this one that got converted into runs so like clean that stuff up and then we're chilling
1: yeah um so yeah keep in mind we had lost what two or three to the orioles and got swept by the mariners coming into this so we needed this real bad going into that Yeah. So we snap it. Game two was last Tuesday. Bieber on the mound. Uh, We win this one as well. Four runs on 10 hits, no errors. Kansas City only one run on four hits, no errors. And Bieber masterclass, eight innings, one run ball, four hits and a walk. Struck out seven. That's our fucking ace. If you thought he was a Mickey Mouse thing, find God. You don't know ball. Don't tune in for the rest of the season. You don't know anything. Uh, We small balled the Royals to death in the third, a walk and three singles total because that's how we do it, baby. (laughs) Uh, Jose with a clutch two-run single um, got us on the board and opened up scoring, so we're up 2-0. Miles Straw having a nice series thus far, RBI single in the seventh, big insurance run uh, to make it. Uh, 3-1 at that time, and then OG double in the 8th, and then a two-out RBI single from Owen Miller of all people adds on another one, gives us some breathing room there. Um, so that was in the 7th for OG. I'm sorry, excuse me. That was still the 8th. OG with the double, and then Owen Miller brought him home. So 4-1, uh, just clean win all around. Not much to say, just 4-1 Bieber masterclass, eight innings, man. So
0: Yeah, he dropped it off. And then you want to hit the special notes? That's all you, can. Oh, sure. Uh, so we have the fewest games to 800 strikeouts in MLB history. Uh, first is you Darvish with 99. Uh, second place, R.A. Shane Bieber with 108 games to strike out 800. Um, right under him, 10 lengths to come, 109. Uh tied with Dwight Gooden Dwight Gooden at 109 and then Hideo Nomo at 111.
1: Literally the second fastest yeah. in history. You Darvish. Holy shit.
0: You when the beginning came on the of you Darvish's career's cool. nuts.
1: Yeah, he was whew. so yeah. Shane Bieber put some respect on his name. So two in a row then. Game three, which was last Wednesday, Cody Morris got the bump. Uh, we lose this one and painful two to one on a walk off from, uh, the Royals. And, uh, yeah, we had eight hits, no errors. They had six hits, no errors and nice showing from Morris on this one. Uh, four innings, a scoreless ball, three hits and a walk, two strikeouts. So like to see that bullpen game after that, everybody helped out. Henches, De Los Santos, Karinchak, Stefan, Shaw, and then Classe. um, Owen Miller, RBI single in the top of the fourth was our only run, which is pretty pathetic, especially against the Royals. And then again, Klasse, hey, he showed us he was human for the first time in months. I think he's only blown like two saves this year. Yeah. Uh, maybe one more than that, but only two where we he, we got walked off, basically, against the Yankees uh, in the earlier part of the season and uh, and then this one. And tough loss, you know. He's so automatic. It's just like, how could this happen? And you know, you have the win right there. But that just goes to show you um, We're how important he is that he it's just always just locked down. He leads MLB in saves right now with 35, all of MLB. And it's baseball. Anybody's going to yeah. be human on any day. He just didn't have the command and they made him pay with some base hits. And that's how it goes. So there's just not much else to talk about that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, so. special. It's,
1: it's a heartbreaker, though. Heartbreaker. One nothing game into the ninth inning. And then you think, oh, it's over. We're going to sweep. You know, hell yeah. Rips your heart
0: out, but that's baseball. Yeah. Uh, special notes in this one uh, talking about Class A still. That was his first blown save since May 9th. Uh, has converted which, 25 saves in a row. Which, look at me. We
1: go over every game. So yeah. I remembered <laughs> it was the Yankees game two. And it was that fucking game where they threw shit on the field. Anyway, so, yeah, he's basically perfect. Um, So then we're so one, two out of three from the Royals on the road. Good start to the road trip. Uh, So game one, which was Friday, uh, which is Quantrill. We're in Minnesota. So huge, huge. Whoa. In middle school, huge, (laughs) huge series uh, on the road. Uh, give Big Daddy Dick Cal Quantrill the bu- uh, the ball. God damn it! I'll eventually get through this. Um, we win seven six. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just, I just had to rip the band-aid off. I just couldn't get there.
0: <laughs> we we win.
1: Uh, Fifteen hits, two errors. So we did deserve to lose. In the words of Paul, six runs, fourteen hits, no errors on Minnesota. But this, the final box score, is not really indicative of how this game started. So. We put up a huge top of the first and we put the twins in their place. Good vibes. Naylor RBI single and then OG big dick three run shot. We're up four nothing in the first inning and we're like, anything is possible. And then Hedges gets a solo shot in the fourth, makes it five nothing. And then in the fifth, OG gets his second home run of the game in the top of the fifth, a two run shot. So now we're leading seven nothing. And he's starting to lift the ball, which means it's over for you, bitches. <laughs> like, yeah. And there's going to be a lot more home runs in this episode from OG. Um, And yeah, so we're in the fifth, right? Seven nothing. And we start pissing away the lead. We give up. We almost bled us out. Two in the fifth. Two in the sixth. Two in the eighth. Luckily, got it done. Um, not pretty from Quantrill, but five innings, a one run ball. Um you like that, but nine hits and a walk could have been a lot worse. De Los Santos gives up two runs. checked is involved in what we'll call hairgate, we'll talk about. And he gets roughed up for another two runs. Not pretty. Uh, but luckily, we outscored our mistakes. And uh, yeah, man, it just sucks. How do you go up seven nothing and end up almost losing? So, but it it is a game one win that is then our well first in a row but now three or four on the road trip and against the twins of all people try and bury them
0: yeah was um was this the game where hedges caught the ball like in their dugout like slid down the stairs i can't remember i think it I was because everybody on guardians
1: twitter was pissed off because the twins didn't even try and help yeah him. like he like fell into the dugout and hurt his arm I, he was fine but you know it was Rough, yeah, and they didn't
0: even try and like and caught the Hey, dude, you all right? Just great play, but uh it wasn't. That was a five star, yeah. Um, but again, throwing errors, it's it keeps hurting. It keeps hurting us. So, uh, both those two errors were throwing errors. So, um, not gonna do it. But special notes, like we talked about, hairgate. Um, (laughs) so we should explain it. Yeah, everybody knows in the eighth inning, James Karen checks on, and then, uh. Twins manager, I can't think of his fucking name, but he doesn't matter because he doesn't fucking matter to anyone. Rocco Beltelli. Sure. Uh, in the middle of an at-bat, goes out and tries to get the uh, – and asks the umpire to go check James Karinchek's hair for some sort of substance because he sees him going to his hair, going to the rosin, going to his hair, going to the rosin. And he's like, "This is this is getting ridiculous. Can you go check it? Which the rule says you can't do in between, like in the middle of an at-bat. Literally against the rules. Yep. Should not have been allowed. Uh, and so Rocco Badelli goes out there, or not Rocco, the umpire goes out there, uh, checks his hair, does it very strangely, like pets him like a fucking rodent or something. He was very yeah. thorough. Yeah, uh, was made everyone uncomfortable. Um, doesn't find anything. And it's like, all right, cool. Uh, So James, afterwards, James Karen says, I know people are obviously thinking I was cheating, but I had no worries because it was just sweat and rosin. So come check. Which, like I said, it looks like it could be something. Like, I, I never said it was, but it's like, perception is reality. And like, when you're doing something repeatedly and repeatedly, like sweat and rosin makes sense if you're going to your hair for sweat and going to the rosin bag. That makes sense. And that's allowed. You'll see people, like, rub their arms to get sweat off of it and then go to the rosin and stuff. But, like, I was like, it, it it's going to get perceived like he's cheating. Yeah. And then... Like
1: when somebody takes their shirt off aggressively and breaks their thumb.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then Zach Meisel tweeted out that had a scoreless streak snapped at 24 and two-thirds, and he became the first Cleveland pitcher in the modern era to have an umpire <laughs> run his hands through his hair during <laughs> an appearance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so making it oh, history. Uh, Cal Karen chick, or Cal Cal Quantrill <laughs> on, uh, on the matter. He has a tweet that says, I thought it was silly. There should be a punishment for being wrong. You want to basically call a timeout. You want to freeze the kicker halfway between the ending. There should be a punishment for being wrong, which I wouldn't hate to see. Like if you, if you get a challenge wrong, there's a punishment. You can't challenge again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some, some, Something should happen. I don't. I think next pitch is counted as a strike. You know, what I mean? like not next pitch, but no. like strike gets out of the count. Something like that. You know what I mean? I think an automatic out is kind of excessive, but there should be something. Which just sucks that he
1: gave up two runs. Because if he wouldn't have, the shit I would have talked to that crowd. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would have talked so much shit. i You already know he loses his mind. God, he would have talked some ultimate level shit, but we got the dub. So, but it very strange. I'm sure everybody listening to this now has obviously seen the video very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's going to make you feel real weird watching it. It was it super sexual, like petting him. Yeah, it felt like I felt some tingling. You know, yeah. I, I want to talk to my parents about what these new feelings are. It was a little weird. Why are I my like, pants tighter know. now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is there no blood in my head? <laughs> But yet there's blood in my head. Um, so game two was on Saturday. T-Mac got the start. We win this one six to four, seven hits and one error. Uh, Minnesota, 12 hits, no errors. Uh, general kind of notes here. Offense came out to play again in another big time game. Made us all cream our jeans. T-Mac, seven shutty innings. Woo! Strikes out five. Again, big-time players make big-time plays in big-time games. The Twins almost bled us out again. We had a 6-0 lead going into the ninth thanks to an Ahmed two-run piss missile in the first, a million walks, and a hit-by-pitch that led to two runs in the third, a Jose single in the fourth, and garbage defense by the Twins in the seventh. Just like that, we're winning the White
0: Sox are beating us
1: 3-0. I know. I saw Hunter-Gatherer struggling back-to-back home runs. Um, but, yeah, I mean... You you bring a six zero lead into the ninth. We had been traveling, like I said, uh, well, long day on Saturday, and I stayed up. My father in law went to bed. Taylor went to bed. Everett had been asleep, and I was like, I'm watching this game. Like, got a little me time, you know. Like, I'm gonna do something for a li- me. I I'm deserve. I
0: light a candle, maybe pour myself a glass yeah. of wine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is me time, and then I'm half asleep on the couch, like, <laughs> but. I got to the ninth, and I'm like, I can go to bed. It's a six nothing lead. And then I like brush my teeth, and I pick up my phone, and I'm like, Oh, they let two runs. let two runs in. And then I like take my contacts out, pick my phone back up. I'm gonna crawl into bed. Oh, it's six to four, and there's runners on. Oh, okay. Well, now I should probably pay attention to the game. And in the time that A came in, I went upstairs, turned the game on, and the game was over. <laughs> I was like okay, this is the outcome I wanted but I'm kind of pissed that I like went back upstairs tried to be quiet yeah. turned the TV on make sure you know people were asleep um so yeah it's pathetic that we had to get Shaw or excuse me Class A up in this game we were leading by six runs and then we can't use him on Sunday because you made him get up for one hour yeah. and so it, it is what it is but though. The we good won this news game is
0: that they're try- starting to put Karen check in and save situations. So, like, we have like a secondary closer now. Yeah, so if we need to give, Kloss you know what I mean, because we need him,
1: we need him fresh, yeah, for the playoffs, obviously. Um, so, but yeah, back to back wins. We already won the series. Yep. Like, that's all anybody wanted. We did it in, on the first yeah. two
0: games. We're like, yes. Sir. Uh, bottom of the third, Jimenez makes a spectacular diving catch out in shallow right field on a line drive. Uh, that is not getting made next year. Oh yeah. Uh, and then it was incredible. Will Benson robs a home run from Max Kepler to end the eighth, and then he comes down. And he looks like he's a little shaken up afterwards. Straight up just robbed a home run from him. Love to see it.
1: Oh, yeah. There was some big dick energy in oh, that yeah. one. Benson is real good. Yeah. So, but yeah, take game one and two. Doesn't matter how you do yeah. it. I, the, the biggest thing is we're scoring runs. So, and, uh, like, yes, sir. So,
0: special notes in this one. Uh, Cleveland rookies with four walks in one game in the last a hundred years. Stephen Kwan did it. Uh, on that was Saturday night, right? Yeah. Yep. Saturday sure night. I should put that in there. Um,
1: what four times?
0: <laughs> Kenny Lofton did it in '92. Mike Cuff did it in '91. Uh, Jim Norris did it in '77. Jack Conway did it in 1946. Oscar Grimes did it in '39. And Milt what a great Galtazar, name. Galterzer Galt- Mike g- 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 Galatzer, Galatzer,
1: Gall- did it in thirty yeah. yeah, three. Us just trying to sound <laughs> things out all episode. G- Gala, g- g- Gala, Gala, Galatzer. <laughs> can, can we talk about though? Can we talk about Oscar Grimes? What yeah. a great name! It's Oscar Grimes, baby. <laughs> it's Oscar Grimes, bitches. It's Grimes, Grimes,
0: Grimes
1: time. Yeah, it's Grimes time. Jack Anderson Conway, speed
0: off double. Great baseball name.
1: Oh yeah, that is the most like first in, last yeah. out, you know, grit 99th percentile grit, lun- like Jack bring Conway.
0: Bring his pale uh work, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> veteran presence yeah. like Jack Jack Conway. Ooh, in-play runs what just happened. Okay, so Andres, we're down 3 nothing. Andres Jimenez lead-off double, Will Benson uh Double. RBI double. 3-1, baby. We're back in this thing. Will Benson needs to get more starts. Let's go. All right. So game three, the uh, series finale, Sunday against the Twins. Bieber uh, takes the bump. You know what happens. Uh, We don't even need to go over it. 4-1 Cleveland. Let's go. 10 hits, no errors. Minnesota, five hits, no errors. Bieber, another beauty, six and a third, one run ball. Struck out seven. That's my ace. Again, if you said he was a Mickey Mouse, find God, get better help. You don't know ball, pick another team. Um Streets are saying people that said Mickey Mouse were actually low-key White Sox fans, so do what you want with that information. Uh Henches, Stefan and Karen check, lock it down. Again, crossing not available three nights in a row. Thanks, Brian Shaw, for that. Uh, no bleeding out in this one. Andre solo shot in the second because he is him. Quan solo shot in the third. Love that. I think that's only his fourth you of said, the year. So every so once you in you said a while.
0: Quan solo shot. Like you said Quan solo, and then you pause for a second to shot. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> I was like, Han Solo. Uh, yeah.
1: And then uh we carried a a two one lead into the ninth, but decided scoring runs is fun. Naylor hit a bloop. Double hops over the first baseman kind of a little bit, the way it lands, yeah. and then the second baseman misses the scoop. Really probably should have been fielded. Weird kind of play. But that gives us two more. Uh, not that we needed them. Uh, check gets the save. We complete the trash. Uh, complete the sweep. Know your fucking com- place, trash. Tra- we buried them. The
0: trash is complete. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs>
1: but we, uh,
0: we buried them three more games. Yeah. So... And let's fucking go dog let's go going in so now we're four games up i think at this point we were at this point i think up. we were four games up because we were only a game up going yeah. in i think so love to see it special notes uh the three starters for cleveland cal Quantrill, tristan mckenzie and shane bieber have a combined 0.98 era in the series sweep <laughs> you yep, know your place and what's it. crazy is like our bullpen's been really good this year, and our bullpen gave up most of the runs. Well, all pretty much all yeah, the runs. They,
1: yeah, they were not not a good showing. But you know what? Get it all out yeah. of your system because they were they've been solid in uh, in the Angel series. And uh, Maddie Bell tweeted
0: out that Cleveland has secured its first sweep of at least three games over the Twins since June of 2017.
1: Yep. five years. So this is five of our at this point. What is it? five of our last six games and we go five and one on the road and the only loss was that brutal heartbreaker against the royals but
0: we shoved the twins way down we're like yeah know your place your fucking place and now guess what they're not even in second place anymore well at this yeah they're
1: they're in third which things you loved everybody liked that um so now more back into the present. Game one uh, was so Monday against the Angels. They come into town. We're back at Progressive Field. Um, and Pilkington, uh, Tommy Pickles, if you will, gets the takes the rubber. Uh, we win this one. 5-4. Eight hits on our end. No errors. Five hits on LA's end. One error. Um, Tommy Pickles struggled, but he remains painfully mid at best. Five innings of four-run ball, even after we gave him a 4 nothing lead in the second to help him relax. Not sure what else to say about him. He's a 6th or 7th starter. You know what you're going to get. Not going to spend time on that. Speaking of runs, though, Tyler Freeman, RBI single in the bottom of the second. Austin Hedges, two-run double later that inning. And an RBI single from Quan to make it 4 nothing. Uh Everybody loved that. And bottom of the seventh, game tied at four apiece. We're going through it. Ahmed comes through, RBI double, left field line, 5-4 Guardians. Bullpen shuts it down. We're on a roll. We've now won four in a row. And at this point, what, six of our last seven? Yeah, six, yes. Six of our last seven. So we are cooking.
0: Yeah, with gas. Uh, special notes, L Central standings, like we talked about, Cleveland in first. Uh, Chicago, three games back in second. Uh twins five games back in third. Miles straw just hit an RBI single, I think. Oh no. No, no run. Uh he stayed uh Will Benson stayed at third. Um
1: But this is the most important part about this. And then Mandy Bell tweeted saying Well no, no
0: you missed the bottom oh. part. This is what's important. Uh keep in mind With, there's there's no, no... game 163 yeah. this year. Tiebreaker to determine a division winner is head to head. Cleveland needs just one more win versus both Chicago and Minnesota to secure the tiebreaker.
1: Yep. So literally we play, we're playing the White Sox right now. And then we have four more games against them before the end of the year. If we win one of these and we tie for the division, we win and we have five against the twins starting tomorrow, Friday through Monday, we need one win and we automatically get the the tiebreaker. Like it's not wrapped up. I don't want to jinx it, but like, we can kind of put this to bed here pretty soon. I'm not going to lie. Like, we're we're hanging in there.
0: Oh, God damn it, Benson. Um, Mandy Bell tweeted out that Tito said that he raised his hand to have a moment to check the replay. Oh, uh, this is when Jimenez got hit in the foot. The umpire insisted that Jimenez stepped back into the box and was ready for the pitch. Uh, That's what caused the uproar. So what happened was it looked like Jimenez got hit in the foot, Uh. But the ump said that it okay. bounced before it hit him. Uh, so he said that he put his hand up to review it. But Yemena stepped back into the box. Uh, and then he said, after that, I just checked on his family a little bit. And he checked on mine. Tito said with a grin. This was Tito aggressive. Lost, <laughs> Tito lost his fucking I
1: have never in the 10 he years said, he's been you, here.
0: Probably eight times
1: in a yeah. row not even like in a like tito had to have said or the ump had to have said something that was like <sighs> tito he had to have said something to push tito to that point because he might get a fuck you in there but he said something because yeah. tito at one point literally i thought he was going to hit the yeah. like i'm not trying to be funny i was like that's a man that's gonna swing on somebody the ump clearly said something and he at one point just fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you like i was just like oh my god and it was just the ump show he was a diva the the ump wanted to make it all about yeah. him because then once that debacle's over he wouldn't let ryan tapera the uh angels reliever i think it was tapera throw a warm-up pitch he goes to throw it and he stands in front of the plate and is like no 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 so then Phil Nevins, who's a known loser, comes out, the Angels manager, and argues, like, what are you talking? The the ump just wanted it to be all about him. Which the diva.
0: right, you don't get a warm-up pitch. Yeah. The, he, the ump made the right... You, you don't. No. Why would he? Really?
1: I just, I guess that's true. I don't know. It sucks, though. I mean, five minutes of the other team arguing,
0: and eh, I guess oh, that's shit. true. What, like, show me the rule where it says, after... After someone gets ejected, you get a warm up pitch.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's not in there. Yeah, yeah. This is these are the hard hitting facts from
0: from my boy Paul. He could have been but, he could have uh, been nice and gave him one, but he doesn't. You're yeah. not entitled to one. If he doesn't want yeah. to give you one, guess what? You don't get one. It was just a little wild the way it kind of went, I guess sure. is what I'm getting yeah. at. It,
1: it, you could tell he wanted it to kind of be about him. He tossed Tito and then Phil Nevins goes back in the dugout and then he comes back out and loses his mind. Like it was an absolute shit show. But I've never, ever, ever, ever seen him lose his mind yeah, like that. It was so nuts. I don't know. I just love that he said after that, I just checked on his family. And he a
0: checked on bit. mine. And he checked on mine. He that is not what happened. <laughs> Ahmed just swung straight um, through a fastball from Lance Lynn.
1: Was that that full count now? Is that what I'm seeing? Okay. Yeah, I can't watch it because I'm blacked out like we talked about, but I got the MLB app up now. Just big hype. And Ahmed, don't crumble in a high leverage situation challenge. So, yeah, we've won four in a row now. And uh, six of our last seven. He fucking
0: struck out. I'm going to unalive myself.
1: Ugh. All right, so game two is Tuesday night, and Cody Morris gets the bump. We win this game as well, 3-1. We had nine hits, no errors. Angels, four runs – or four hits, excuse me, no errors. Uh, General kind of commentary, Morris struggled mightily in this one, even if he didn't get punished. Three and two-third innings, two hits, five walks in three and two-thirds. Only one run, four strikeouts. Was not sharp, just laboring. Yeah. Known long relief ace, though, Kirk McCarty, a.k.a. Jacob deGrom, in long relief, clean things up. Three and a third, scoreless relief, only allowed one hit, and I just think this is his calling. Like, I'm dead. I'm dead that he literally went three and a third of one hit ball. Just Kirk McCarty coming out, dropping his big old nutsack. Like, (laughs) don't make me a starter, but you bring me in long relief, it's over for you bitches. And then Karen Check and Classé lock it down. Uh, offense was quiet for the most part. Luke Maley sack fly ties it up in the fifth. So everybody likes that. OG decided to take over the game again. Two run blast in the bottom of the sixth. That makes it 3 1. And that's how it stays. Damn. And Oscar Gonzalez, dude, on a fucking tear. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I got distracted that's by pretty that, much that It's weird. It looks like it's an ice cream cone filled with mac and cheese. Um, it was weird. Uh, Imagine being able to watch the game. Special notes. Uh, Valley Sports put up a graphic. Uh, it's the Angels and Guardians head-to-head at Progressive Field since 2015. Uh, Cleveland is 19-1. and um, Scored 133 runs to uh, LA's 54. Uh, hitting 324 against LA's 202. Uh, average with runners in scoring position, 375 against LA's 191, stolen bases, 23 against LA's 7. You want to talk about taking someone out back yeah. and butt-fucking them? They Holy don't want to see us in the land.
1: Yeah, they, uh, and I want to say that we increased the win streak, like their lo- they're losing streak uh, at Progressive Field to like 10, Damn. I want to say, at that point.
0: Uh, so, and the,
1: or no, it might be ten after the sweep. I think it's okay. ten after the sweep. And
0: then, spoiler um, alert: in the first game, Mike Trout hit his hit his hit a home run in seven straight games. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, and it finally snapped after this game because game he game was he trying. He, he had yeah. two blue shots in this one though that fell like right behind second base, the second baseman. But that's what happens when you're the best player in yeah. the world. Well, Shohei makes an argument. True. At least offensive. Just like, God, he's so good. We've talked about this. The amount of stuff. Like, no one does what Shohei Otani does. It's hard to, like, not to say that Shohei's not the best player in the world. Because show me another player who goes out there and pitches. And then the next day is your, well, he bets second for them, right?
1: Uh, Trout is second. Shohei third, is third. I, I think, think. I, they're trash. They're yeah, uh, the, uh, the but Angels
0: but are trash. But Mike Trout and Shohei Ohtani aren't, and it is not fair to them.
1: No, and it's crazy they can suck that much with the two best players yeah. in the world objectively. <laughs> um, so Quantrill, solid outing, refusing to lose. Or I'm sorry, I skipped ahead. So it's Quantrill. Uh. We win this one, too. (laughs) We complete our second sweep in a row. We've now won eight of our last nine, and we've won six in a row. Five runs on 13 hits, no errors. Angels, three runs on 10 hits, no errors. Quantrill, solid outing, refuses to lose at Progressive Field ever, literally. He still has not done. He has never lost at Progressive Field since he joined the team in 2020. What the fuck?
0: Just hit a home run.
1: Another one? Jesus Christ. Should have had Tanner Bybee come up, but that's just me. Um, seven innings, a three-run ball, eight hits, no walks, six strikeouts, solid outing. He's a gamer. So got some hits in there, but no free passes, locked it in. And uh, when you just watch him pitch, he's just a gamer. Mm-hmm. That's, I just can't say that enough. Stefan and check go back-to-back to close it out. check gets his third save of the year, second in the past four days due to Klaueh's heavy usage like we talked about. Uh we struck first in the bottom of the second with an OG solo shot to the bleachers. He is he has ascended to a higher place. Oscar Bonds Gonzalez. Like, what yeah. the fuck? And we got back within one in the fifth, thanks to a hedge's double play that brought home a run. Not how you draw it up, but at least it was uh Productive outs. Three to two. Yep. Yeah. And So we're down 3-2, coming into the 7th, and that's when we come alive. Hammy said on the broadcast, we have 30 game-winning RBIs in the 7th inning or later this year, which leads all of baseball, and that's prior to what happens next. Tyler Freeman, RBI double, ties it up in the 7th, and then Jose decides to call game later the next inning in the 8th on a 3-1 challenge pitch. Two-run bomb, deep right field, gives us a 5-3 lead. We sweep the Angels, extend our winning streak to six, and eight of, one eight of nine. So what the fuck? Yeah. We're
0: popping Jose off. Jose Abreu just hit a double.
1: <laughs> we should probably just stop talking about this game at this point because it's just all set. Yeah. It's not going well.
0: Um, Who's hot? Oscar Gonzalez, we've talked about him, scorching right now. Last seven games, he has four home runs in a 1.479 OPS yeah. Like, what the fuck? Uh, last 15 games, he's got a 978 OPS. He's backpacking right now. Uh, Shane Bieber, he's on fire. Just obviously our ace for a reason. Last seven games, 1.66 ERA. His season ERA is down to 2.91 with 178 strikeouts and 173 innings, uh, 173.1 innings pitched. Uh, isn't that crazy? When I saw that, it's like
1: he's closing in on yeah. 200 strikeouts. Like, that's a big deal. And it's just the season is he's, so long and it's just like.
0: there's more games after this game today. After today. So yeah. he's going to pitch, what, four more times? Yeah. Well, it's just
1: one of those things like you. It's one of those stats like cumulatively. All year we just kind of look and look. But it's like there's 20. Like you said, after today, 20 games left. And like. Shit, he's almost at two hundred. Yeah, <laughs> like he's got a down to two eight, 291 ERA. Got, like, bro, we're almost done with the season. Like four more what? games.
0: Let's say on average, we'll we'll be we'll be conservative and say seven innings. So twenty eight pitches or twenty eight innings. Yeah, that if he if he pitches a strikeout an inning, if he goes seven innings each game each start which is not far-fetched for him right Mm -hmm. and gets a strikeout in inning he'll he'll get 200 yeah oh he's gonna hit 200 it's just um jose he's been hot lately last seven games 972 era uh he had the two run blast that that one uh that gave us the lead the other day uh, two doubles in the last seven games. Had a nice three for four outing against the Twins on Saturday. Just he's our chubby little goat for a reason. <laughs> True. Uh, Miles Straw uh, is not. He's playing better, but still not hot. He has a 654 OPS over the last seven games, but had a really good road trip. Um, looks completely different at the plate, like we said, hitting 308 over the last seven games and 277 over the last 15. Um, and he's doing a lot better at hitting the ball where it's thrown and is a good nine hole yeah. hitter now. And then, uh, and we talked about the defense, just ungodly. Uh, Owen Miller over the last seven games has a 777 OPS, which is just above league average. Uh, not going to take him off either. Uh, but not going to complain about getting him a little bit on a hot streak, uh, especially since Tito runs him out against lefties for some reason Um, a couple times a week, honestly. But still clicking, and if we're winning games, you're not going to hear us complain. Yeah, I
1: mean, they're a big piece of this. It's just not gonna this is an informal one so we're not giving ratings and stuff but just you know updating it is it's it's getting better these guys are an important part of this right now. And then
0: Ahmed has been pretty cold lately last seven games isn't terrible 658 OPS last 15 it's pretty bad at a 470 OPS last 30 569 OPS we know that he's very streaky and he is cold right now big home run though on Saturday uh, and a big go-ahead double the other night, so you know what we get. We this is what's expected from him.
1: Yeah.
0: AL Central standings.
1: Uh, first place, Guardians, baby. Woo 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 woo. No, your fucking place. This is the Guardians, Guardians division, bitch. <sighs> Fine, God. Seventy-six and 65, 11 games above five hundred. That's the peak for us this year. Above five hundred. Eight and two in our last ten. We've won eight of nine, so popping the fuck off. Six in a row at this point. Might end a day. We'll see. Hunter Gather getting his back blown out, looking like a caveman on the mound, uh, throwing BP. White Sox 73 and 70, uh, four games back. Here's the important part though. They're five back in the loss column right now. They've played a game less than us, so that's important to note. Uh, Minnesota third place. Fall from grace. whoops uh 71 and 70 just got back above 500 five games back four and six on their last 10 um but yeah they had just gotten they when we left them well as of monday they were two games under 500 which not my team uh kansas city doesn't matter they're almost 30 games below 500 and detroit is now 35 games below 500 and completely irrelevant
0: 23 and, detroit games has back.
1: A f- <laughs> and they detroit's been officially eliminated from the playoffs. The Royals should be any second now, if not already. I just saw a tweet that the Marlins have been eliminated. Uh, People are starting to fall apart. But right now, the postseason picture, we would be the third seed in the AL and we would face the Rays. And whoever wins that would get the Yankees. That's kind of been our position all year. Um, And this is how it's going to kind of shake out. On the bottom end of the bracket, it would be the Blue Jays and Mariners versus the Astros. And if you're going to pick a path, I put a poll out like a week or two ago. of Would you rather face the Yankees or Astros?
0: You can keep going. I, I'm getting a phone call.
1: Oh, if you're going to face the Yankees or Astros, I'm. everyone said they'd prefer the Yankees. I have PTSD just because 2017, I was at Game 1 and Game 5. Very different outcomes, like I always say and they just always seem to find a way to beat us in the most obnoxious way possible. But the ALCS pretty much runs through Houston the last five or six years. So, And New York has scuffled when Aaron Judge isn't being an MVP. Um, And yeah, the Mariners, we saw how that went, and we're kind of scarred from that. We could beat the Blue Jays, and we could beat the Rays. The Rays are playing a lot better lately, so that's kind of scary. But I like this path versus the Mariners and potentially Astros. So. Anything can happen when you get in the playoffs. We always talk about it. Um, Paul and I always do, especially Paul. Anything can happen when you got great starting pitching, you got a bullpen and a team that doesn't quit. You're always going to have a chance. Anything is possible. Uh, so that's that's a nice little update. I'll keep updating that postseason picture if it changes. Um Paul had to take a phone call, so some Guardians news. On Tuesday, Guardians Perspective tweeted out, that was last Tuesday, that uh, Bo Naylor, I think we all know how old he is, hit his second home run of the game for Columbus. That time it was a two-run shot in the eighth and tied the game up at five. And Naylor now has 16 home runs on the season. And then on Wednesday, uh, so the next night, Naylor got another home run, a solo shot in the seventh. And that was his 17th and his third, obviously, in his last two games. And then the same night, um, Guardian's Perspective tweeted out that Bo Naylor now has 16 home runs and 43 extra base hits on the season, over 105 games. And he has an 881, excuse me, OPS over the two levels, double and triple A. So, uh, definitely uh, exciting. Um and then on Wednesday, last Wednesday, Guardians Perspective tweeted out that young Kenzie Noel uh, tied the game up four to four in the eighth on an absolute laser, 108 mile an hour home run off the bat. That was his 32nd home run of the year. And at that point, he had home run in back-to-back games. So yeah, I think he's batting 235-ish on the year. So you want to see that average get up some, but I mean, he just pounds the ball. It's just crazy. I want to say that, The other day, uh, Quincy was breaking down his stats and he's got like a 265 ISO, which is kind of like slugging, uh, except for you take out singles. So it strips it down to only doubles, triples and home runs. And it uh, it uh, softens those stats a little bit. Um, And so to have a 265 ISO, it was crazy Uh, when he hits the ball, he hits the ball. Uh, and then last Thursday, Mandy Bell tweeted out uh, that Tristan McKenzie is the Guardians nominee for the 2022 Roberto Clemente Award, um, which no surprise there. I mean, it could be any of our guys. This is a team that just consists of a bunch of dudes, uh, some good, just good people. You want around? They're invested in their community. They're invested uh, in this team, and just just good people. So you could be proud of the on-field performance, but to have people that you know are are good um you know in the locker room and and outside of the field is is uh just great you know you can take a lot of pride in this team and then uh Thursday uh Guardians perspective tweeted out that Will Brennan who we know has just been popping off stuck at triple A he got his 100th RBI last Thursday of the season and driving in the game winning run in the 11th inning so talk about a dramatic way to hit triple digits in RBI and Brennan becomes only the eighth guardians minor leaguer in the last 20 years to drive in a hundred runs in a season. So holy hell. And then on Friday, uh, will guardians perspective said that will Brennan had three more hits on Friday. He went three for five with a run scored and a double and an RBI. And, uh, he said it's come some kind of hot right now. He's got four straight multi-hit games, going 11 for 21, which is a 524 average during that time. So on an absolute tear. And he doesn't slow down. On Saturday, Will Brennan went three for five again, two runs and a double, and that's his fifth straight multi-hit game. He's now batting 538 over uh, that time frame, and he's got 101 RBI. And then on Tuesday, he drove in his 102nd run of the season and his 39th double of the year. And uh, that's his 54th extra base hit on the year. So, Will Brennan popping the fuck off. I really wish they would bring him up. Um, and yeah, he, way to get it done. So. Now I'm gonna let Paul tag back in. I saved everybody from him reading 24 year old outfield prospect Will Brennan 50 times, so everybody can thank me <laughs> in the Twitter mentions. Uh, so, so Saturday, you're up for
0: the last. Guardians prospect tweeted out that 22 year old infield prospect Gabriel Arias with a 454 454 foot absolute bomb in the first inning for Columbus. The two run home run was Arias' 13th on the season. 454 feet. Damn. Yeah, that's a that's a big boy yeah. home run uh tuesday there's this graphic uh put out that statistics since 2021 with mlb ranks among relievers uh for emmanuel class a, he is first in era with a 1.31 first in opponent's ops with a 452 that's really good Holy second shit. and fifth with a 206 Second in home runs per nine with a two oh or with a point two eight second with ground ball percentage with sixty six point one and first with barrel percentage with a one point five holy shit that's really fucking good
1: yeah he is cooking sorry I was muted and <laughs> you know just acting up a little bit. And then Paul just gave up on well, so I'll uh, Take there's today. A, there's a uh, cool
0: stat that they just put up about Adam Wade, right now, here Molina, that they now have the record for most games with starting pitcher and catcher, with 325. Wait, they're the all-time yeah. battery men leader yep. now. Wow, that's that's why. I, like I came, I caught out of the corner of my eye. And that's that's really cool. Um, yeah, two Hall of Famers. Uh, and then today Zach Miles tweeted out, "This was just like right before we yeah, sat Anthony down. This goes is like at like noon. at Tommy John surgery this week. Uh, Connor Pilkington Connor Pilkington was optioned down to <laughs> AAA to make space for Hunter Gaddis, uh, who starts today. Pilkington will return as an extra player Saturday to start the nightcap of the doubleheader. Yeah,
1: and I know the pitching plan is coming out. Uh, we basically decided to sacrifice." Basically, this game against the White Sox so that we could really line. Did they score another they one? God another damn it. Run. Is that five home runs?
0: Four home runs. You got to so be four shitting home me. Runs.
1: That is so bad. We're in the fourth fucking inning. Anyway, we basically decided to punt this game or damn near it. And I'm upset that they didn't just like let Tanner Bybee come up because he's been cooking and, you know, DFA somebody. But anyway, um, but now the way it's going to line up is that... Oh, actually, this is a perfect transition into the upcoming series preview. So we're getting our backs blown out because Hunter Gatherer is throwing BP to the White Sox, which is going to make them think that they have a chance, but they don't. Uh, but we got five games against the Twins. That starts. It's That'll all at home. Out. Wait These for the are bullpen last... to come in. Shit. I know. I know. You're so it, uh, we could. Hey, I believe. I believe like, enough, obviously it's just, you it don't. sucks right now. Yeah, I don't right now. God. It's making me sad. Um, but this just needs to be a lamb out to slaughter. Like get as much as you can out of a uh, Gaddis this game. That way you can save the bullpen for this weekend. Uh we'll get our chance against the White Sox. We're not too scared of them. Um, so team they they did Gaddis today so that they could push T Mac to tomorrow. That's a seven ten start against uh the twins. Saturday is a one ten start, and that's Bieber. Sunday is gonna be Morris, that's a one forty. Um And then Monday is Quantrill at 110. And I'm sorry, I mixed it up. So Saturday's a one, that's a double header makeup. So Bieber's at 110 in game one, and then Pilkington's in game two at 710. And then Sunday's 140. And then Monday's 110. But I'm not mad because, you know, we're going to get our chance against the White Sox. So you kind of push it so that you give your best. We did it last week, too. We lined up perfectly. Give your best against the Twins in this five-game series. You go three and two, and you basically bury them. Like, the the Twins are basically done. Like, they're out of contention then. So do what you got to do. We already talked about they're just a game above 500 right now, and they are playing. They might be off today. No, they play. They're finishing up a series against the Royals, so they've been winning. Like we said, two yeah, in a row. Kansas and, City's uh, trash. We're gonna decide our fate. I keep saying it over and over again. We'll decide our fate one way or another. Uh, we are gonna play White Sox for four more after today, and then five against the Twins, and then six at home to finish the series season against the yeah. Royals. That is huge. We're going to, as long as we hold on and don't implode. I mean, it shouldn't even really come down to that last series, but man, we'd have nobody to blame, but all good vibes. I tweeted it out a couple hours ago, last thing. And then we're going to call it a call it a day that I think fan right now has us at an 81.9% chance of winning the division or making the playoffs. Yeah. So, which if we don't win the division, we're not making the playoffs. The yeah. There's no way we're getting a wild card.
0: Deep um nine more wins so, until we hit my hit my uh prediction
1: yeah we're only three wins what are we 75 and 25 right oh shit two more wins until we beat mine of 78 so yeah we got 21 games today you know this team could win 87 88 games easy so anything is possible so uh yeah dude shit let us know what you guys think about this
0: format. I kind of I like love it. this way more. Yeah, I do too. I key. say
1: And it's way I, easier. I, way, way, way easier. I think we just switched to this. Yeah, way easier because we have very busy lives. And this time of year, for anybody that's still listening at this point in the episode and gives a shit about us as people and not just presenters, which we're people too. Um this Time of year, crazy busy for me yeah. at work, like popping off. This is by far this through literally January is like nuts for me. So, the end, of yeah, the let us know what you think. Year. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking that we might just keep doing this, yeah, because I kind of like it a lot. But let us know if you really like the other way too. I mean, I'm fine, it's easier early in the year, it's a little crazy now. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think. If you love this, if this scratches your itch, I'd probably build it out a little more, not a ton. Cause you know, I'll go crazy and end up giving too many stats, but probably throw a couple more things in there of just highlights of hey, a dude went four for four or, you know, something like that. But I mean, yeah, this is, it's just fun to sit here and yeah. talk ball. And w- if I could watch the game, I'd be a lot more distracted. Like you are. I wish you guys could see him on camera. Cause his neck is like whipping mm-hmm. back and forth. So, all right. Uh thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, follow, and turn on automatic downloads wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. Please consider leaving us a review. It really helps us out. It's been a second since some new ones have poured in. So if you haven't and you enjoy it, please take the four seconds to smash five stars if you like what you hear. Let smash us know you're enjoying the, the, like the content. Button. Make
0: sure you ring that smash bell that mother-
1: <laughs> Yeah. So you never met all that hit that icon, uh, no. But it really, really does help us and helps more people find the show. Um, and be sure to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at two one six baseball pod. Check out our Patreon. New episode for the month is going to be going up soon. We're going to get together and uh, record that probably in the next few days, so you don't want to miss that. And there's already the Guardians Deathmatch episode out from last month. Um, it gets you special access to the Discord, all kinds of good stuff. And just come chat with us on the Discord anyway. Uh, The link to that, our website, the merch store, all that in the episode description. Uh, We love you guys. Thanks for being patient. We are popping off. I can't believe I smell October baseball. Who would have thought? Like, let's go, baby. So uh, we'll be back on uh, Tuesday. Give you a breakdown of the one White Sox game and the huge five games twin series. I believe. Let's keep popping off. Guards up, baby. Guards up, baby. Let's go.